G'day, I'm Dave. I'm Claire. And welcome to... My Mate Reckons! A bit slow on the fucking uptake there, David. Can't. The show where we teach you... And each other... About stuff we want to know about. It's a serious thing they're curious about. Beware, children. There's some sexy stuff for sure we'll talk about sex. And definitely naughty words. Fuck oath. Fucking oath. (laughs) (laughs) So don't... Don't... If you're offended, then... uh, Too bad. Get a dog up your... (laughs) Dave. I'm excited about this episode. I'm really excited you about this You asked week. me about a good one. I have had a, a facet, not even a fascination, a deep curiosity about the thing that I've asked you about because I know nothing about it. You asked me about furries. I want to know about furries, Dave. When I say the word furries, what do you imagine? What do you think? All I know is that it's a people buy very expensive suits. Yeah. And I think it's a fetish thing. You think it's a sex thing? I think it's a sex thing. Where people are having sex in suits. Maybe. Yep. (laughs) Done. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Have a great night. No. Well, I would say that I had similar prejudices. Preconceived notions. notions. It's very important to furries. (laughs) I think that. The first thing we learn. I like right? that I have altered your search engine. You've really fucked it. Yeah, You've right. really fucked it. <laughs> um, the first thing that furries want you to know is that it is not about sex. Oh. That, uh, that almost all of the community is not, it's not about, a about sex. It's not sexy fetish thing. No. But it is a deep and, like, complex community of people that, are, that have subsets and subcultures and all kinds of interesting, complicated ties to other things. Wow. It is a bit like, uh, in, in not really, but as a way of comparison, it's a bit like drag yes. or like anything where you're playing with your appearance to an extreme extent. Sure. Where, where you l- assume a new identity. And for a lot of people, that's just very fun. Yeah. For a lot of people, that's just performative. Yeah. And for some small section of people, it is a sexualized thing. Okay. Where it feels groovy and nice for them, and that's their thing. Sure. But that's not the majority. Okay. So. Well, debunked. Debunked already. I've been debunked already. Fairies are firstly most interested in anthropomorphized animal creatures. Okay. Okay. So, animal creatures... That kind of have a human vibe. Exactly. So think cartoon characters. Think Bugs Bunny. Yes. Right? Think Sonic the Hedgehog. Think... um, Especially you, Sonic the Hedgehog, because he has, like... (laughs) He has better teeth. And he has, like, a six-pack. Does he? Yeah. Is he ticking your boxes? (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of my first crushes was on that fox in the, um... What the, was it? The... In the Sonic show? No, not in Sonic the Hedgehog. In Robin in Hood. Robin Hood. It's funny you should mention. He's a babe. There is a whole culture. I'm not kidding. That is one of the most popular um, subcultures of furries is that character. It's Robin Hood. Is one of the most popular it's kind of chum. It is because he's kind of sexy. He's <gasps> debonair. He's very, furry. He's very confident. 
He's very all of those things. Right? So those are all traits, obviously, that people are attracted to being. Maybe yeah. people who don't feel that they have those traits in their actual life. That's exactly right. Want to become them, but it's very important that it's anthropomorphized fairy creatures. It is not people who want to dress up like a realistic tiger. Okay. That's not fun to then go <laughs> leap around a field and be like, girl. That's not them. So it's not about being a tiger. No, or being any animal. It is about being a character. That happens to be an animal. That's exactly right. Wow. Usually it's fantasy. It's like most, of the, most of the time Is it connected to like anime? Yeah, a bit like there's and so obviously there's an entire subculture that's just devoted to Disney animals, an entire subculture that's just devoted to Looney Tunes animals, an entire, of course, Japanese oh. and anime culture just around that. So it, there's entire camps, right, that you go where you fit in, <laughs> depending on what you love. Yes. Now three stages, right? Okay. Three kind. Of, I'm going to introduce you to some sick fairy lingo. You ready? Ooh. Stage one is I just like some characters, right? Okay. Some ca- I, I'm a fan of the shows. I enjoy it. Robin Hood floats Rob, my boat. Right. I, that's like level one. And then you've got Fursona, which is, I know, right? Your Fursona? <laughs> Your Fursona where, like a drink, you become a character. And that may be someone that you create. So you've got your own persona, so this alt- alternative, <laughs> this alternate version of yourself. Okay. Or it can be you becoming a character that is already pre-existing. Similar to drag, in which some people just imitate other celebrities, like they're sure celebrities yeah. and pretty, or there's other people who are like, I make up my own. This is who I am when I'm in drag. This is who I am when I'm in drag. And the third culture that's the smallest subject that generates a lot of memes, you're laughing already, that generates a lot of memes. Because <laughs> this is the sex one, isn't it? Well, ish, they're called other kin. So people who actually believe in their bones that they are in the wrong body. Oh. That I'm not human. Oh, so it's not a, really a sex thing, it's an identity no, thing. No, it's an identity thing. Like, I am actually, it's a dysmorphic thing. Like, my body, I am not. Is wrong. My soul is. A fox. Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like, for real. That's what they think. So, fursona, other kin. Right? Wow. I know, right? I don't want to laugh. No, that is a serious thing. But it feels like obviously <laughs> it's really difficult, right? Because it's a really odd idea to kind of get your head around and it's not something we see in our culture really yeah. at all. But they take it very seriously. And it's it is a huge community. So other kin, so it could be I don't identify as a human being. I identify as a bat. Yeah. And this is my, this is what I, and how do you then live as as your as your other kid? Well, indeed, that's your challenge. Uh, Not very happily, right? Because you're society in your own doesn't body. understand you. <laughs> no, society isn't made for bats. <laughs> Girls on podcasts laugh <laughs> about it. That's exactly okay, right. <laughs> they're not all about sex. They're not all about closet. So, at one convention, I just there's conventions. There's totally conventions that are huge. Well, there was a fairy float at the Mardi Gras. Yeah, was there? The That's amazing. Yeah. At at one convention, like only twenty five percent of the attendees actually even owned a costume. Right. Right. So it's it's a field where there's just a lot of interest. Okay. And a lot of fun, just like a comic convention where you go and only a certain fraction of people are actually I in cosplay. Yes, sure. It's a lot of. Because for a lot of people, it's deeply nostalgic because a lot of it's tied to cartoons. Okay. Right? That makes sense. And it's like, I'm deeply into 
Crash Bandicoot or Sonic the Hedgehog or, um, uh, I don't know, My Little Pony, of yeah. course, is enormous. And so that's where that There's fan a whole very specific sex thing about My Little Ponies, though, isn't there? Bronies. I, I, bronies, but again, not necessarily tied to sex. <sighs> it's just they are fans of My Little Pony. Not everything. <laughs> get your mind out of the gutter. Oh, my God. <laughs> everything is about sex. To me. <laughs> Bronies are fans of My Little Pony. Yeah. Are you ready for some other words? Yes, please. A grey muzzle is what? A wolf. (laughs) Is an older member of the furry fandom. That makes sense. A grey muzzle means you're slightly more mature. Okay, that makes sense. A therian. A therian? T-H-E-R-I-A-N. Don't know is someone who feels an intense spiritual identification with a non-human animal. So kind of like an other kin. So it's, I feel an intense... So my spirit animal is blah. But for them, that's not just a fun BuzzFeed quiz. That's like a real thing. Like I have a spirit I guide. I feel deep spiritual, spiritual connection. connection. with, Which is a lot like First oh, Nations cultures have that. I was going to say, how that. is that not culturally inappropriate? Well, goodness knows. <laughs> um, what is a baby fur? Oh, maybe is it like when you... Uh, a cub in the queer yeah, world? Kind of, like a, a bit. Like you're a baby furry? Interested in age play and young or childlike characters. Oh. So grown people who want to be or who are interested in characters who are younger. Right. She says with a deep scepticism. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're a bit different to cubs because cubs are just like the young, young men, young queer men with beards. Where yeah. like bears are uh, like the big, big hairy, hairy bears. Fairies are who are into costumes are called fur suitors. Okay. And so if you have one of those big costumes You are a fur you're suitor. You're a fur suit, but not every furry has a suit. Hashtag fur suit Friday is totally a thing. Oh. And you can go bananas on your Insta and social media looking at that up. What hashtag does, fur suit Friday. Hashtag fur suit Friday. What is yiffing? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to know. It's very sex. Yiffing. Yiffing. Why That's... is it called yiffing? Don't know, but it gives me pleasure that it's called yiffing. Is it, do you have to be two fairies having sex to yiff? I don't know. I don't think so. So I if think you have sex be... with a fairy, it's yiffing. I think so, yep. Yiffing is a great word. It's fantastic, isn't it? Is it onomatopoeic? Yeah, it's Y I double F I N G. Oh, like that's oh, the yiffy. sound. Is that the sound? Oh, of the two suit. Co- costumes rubbing together. I just like yiff, to point out yiff, I have yiff, a yiff. postgraduate qualification <laughs> in the English language, yiff, and I confused onomatopoeic with phonetic. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll spell the word. <laughs> yiffing. Yiffing. Yeah. We yiffed. We yiffed. We have tired squeaky chair. Um, so this is what you need to know. Demographically, it's mostly what do you think? Young people. Yeah. I reckon. And uh, uh, what do you think the gender divide is? What do you think the racial divide oh, is? Oh, I think young white girls. Mostly white. Tend to be middle class. Tend to be what you think of as nerds. Says an actual doctor who studied them. <laughs> Fairies are mostly middle class white nerds. Dr. Courtney Plant, who ran a study at Texas A&M University, that's what she found. 
So she did her PhD in mm-hmm. Yiffic. In this world. And after years of study, obviously got sensitive enough and close enough with that community to go, yeah, they're mostly nerds. That's I what, can that see that, though. Because if it's a connection to pop culture, a connection yeah. to fantasy, a connection to anime, mostly people in that, yeah. uh, that's their nerd topic. Yeah. Unsurprisingly, they're bullied higher than average. They tend to... <laughs> <laughs> Christian. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. Bullying is not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> I'm not, on, I'm not endorsing bullying. Claire Christian, you're one of the means. most like accepting of diverse and like I you're am. very sensitive about these things. And I am. I'm very accepting of furries. Great. <laughs> and these facts are just not surprising, I think. You were right that uh, that some studies suggest more than 75% of furries are under age 25. Yeah, it feels like a young thing. Uh, to me, this is my imposition and my projection, right? Okay. But to me, it feels like that very awkward, like, 18 to 25 age bracket. Yeah. Where you don't feel ready to be an adult. Yes. And so you rush back. There's a kind of nostalgic mm. and a kind of that's that's how I make sense of it in my head. And I think there. And I years. say this as a fellow nerd who is yeah. 32 years old and raises children, but it's... still reads Batman and watches anime because yeah. that makes me feel comfortable. And those years are where you're working out your identity a lot too, yes. and you want to be not different, but you want to make your place in the world. And 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 if it's community. Mm. Of like-minded people. Yeah. Uns- yiff away, I say. Uns- well, again, not many of them are yiffing, Claire. <laughs> it's not all about sex. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, only about a third identify as exclusively heterosexual. So most of them feel like they're fitting somewhere on the LGBT oh. IQ spectrum, but they're not entirely sure where they fit. Sure. And um, 84% are male. 84% are male? Mm. I was wrong. Mm. If, I don't know why I gendered it. Well, to me, I think it's an interesting, like, again, it's the fact that it's mostly men and men trying to figure out their identity, and particularly if they're men who don't fit in the masculine... No, they, want es- of... they want to escape to a cartoon world. Or, and and if you get to have an alter ego that is has a huge six-pack and totally. is charming and girls like... Yep. Or people like, that people yep. want to yiff... And then... it's magical. It's not all about yiffing. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say the word yiffing. yiff as much as possible. <coughs> that makes complete sense to me, though. <clears throat> now I'm coughing. About one in three furries report feeling not 100% human. One they in three? Don't feel 100% human. They feel animal. So, they feel something else, and they've identified that to something belonging with furriness, furry... Furry... The, the furry world. world. A small fraction, 8 to 14%, report meaning this in a physical sense. So physically they don't feel right in their body. Yeah. Um, many more feel that spiritually or mentally they don't feel they don't feel human um, uh, on a mental or spiritual level. Sure. Like they feel like there's something else, which brings up interesting questions of what people think humanness mm. is, what they interpret that to be. Yeah. Um, and how, how popular is being a furry? Look, that I'll see you in my notes. <laughs> I don't actually I don't know because it's 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 hard that's right, I did look for this. It's hard to f- figure out. 
It's hard to figure this out. It's not like a census question. No, because it's not a census question. <laughs> Certainly, like, the, it's popular and it seems to be growing. Yeah. But it is also hard to define particularly what a furry is because just because if you go to a convention doesn't automatically make you a furry. Right. And there are some people who are deeply invested in the furry community but who don't own a suit. And there are some people who own a suit once because they dressed up for Halloween and... But might not identify as a furry. Exactly. There are some people who have no connection to the furry community but might be going out, going through life feeling really weird and feeling like they've got a strong connection with X animal or whatever. What do you think culturally that is... There would be so many cultures about the connection to animal and land and... Yeah. Where maybe we... That's a, huge, that's a huge part of the human experience, yeah. that of course we relate to uh, nature in that way. That's, that's absolutely enormous. I should say I haven't included that I've, I've emphasised cartoon characters here because it's the biggest thing, but some people, furry and other kin in particular, also relates to fantasy creatures, so like vampires and dragons <laughs> and people like that. People who go around thinking they're vampires, Claire, stop. Or there's a dragon inside waiting to get out. I, I think there is a dragon inside of you, David. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thank <laughs> you. To come out. There is really limited study, almost none, in whether this is actually a, a serious dysmorphia condition, mm. where where um, psychiatric science has has is really there's some only just studying discussion, but uh, and some people have equated it with gender identity disorder yeah, or, or the kind of trans community and the trans and gender identity community hasn't been great at, at accepting that as an idea yeah. because they fought really hard for their identity to be taken seriously. So right, it's, as, not, as, as it is. Yeah. It's really complicated. Yeah. It's really complicated. But importantly, it's not just about sex is the main thing if the furry community wants you to know anything it's i've learned it's way bigger than sex it's not just about sex. it's mostly not about sex it sounds like it's more about community uh, exactly a community of like-minded people who like the same stuff like any kind of nerd culture and yeah. unsurprisingly i found this <laughs> amazing quote which i didn't copy and paste but i should have into my notes which was someone saying we're not just about sex because if you actually tried to have sex in a fursuit costume you would realize that it's not it's impossible it's not impossible but it's really uncomfortable it's not fun but those suits are very expensive and off and generally uncomfortable they're like three thousand dollars yeah but and so of course just like cosplay there's this huge like artistic enterprise of course where people try and make it themselves and people design a whole character and go through a whole thing and their character has a story and they make incredibly detailed amazing costumes that are like pieces of art and are artistic kind of statements in and of themselves. If you were... Here it is. <laughs> I can see this coming kilometres away. If you were going to have an animal... If you were going to be other kin, what would you identify as? I feel like the cheapest and easiest costume. He's a vampire. He's <laughs> like an eel. <laughs> I just get a long bit of grey lycra... Zip myself in and and I'm done. You'll find me squirming on the floor. A worm or an eel. Yeah, that's right. Brown. That's right. A brown eel thing. Yeah. Good. I think I I think I'm a panda. 
Of course you are. That's adorable. <laughs> that makes complete sense. What are you, Will? That's a good question. Let me let you know next week. Great. Oh, well, That's a reason to tune in. <laughs> yeah, I'll come back to you. <laughs> tune in next week to find out yeah. what Kim Will is. <laughs> uh, Claire, what have you learned today? I have learned that my mate reckons furries are great, but also furries are not just about sex. Great. I think that's a that's an excellent statement. Thanks for being my mate, Claire. Oh, thanks for being my mate. Thanks, Will. Thanks, Will. listening to the show if you'd like to leave a rating and review on whatever service you're listening to this please on, do that would be great that'd be great tell, tell your friends tell your mates that's right that's the name of the show <laughs> i see what you did there where can people find you Claire? people can find me on instagram at claire and pearl where can people find you dave people can find me at dave burton writer and if you have a suggestion or a question or would like to point out how much Claire got wrong. <laughs> or how much Dave got wrong. Then you can write us an email at mymatereckons at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you.